hi guys welcome to easy's archive um on our last episode we had a very interesting topic which had to do with myths uh <laughs> i got some interesting reviews and <laughs> opinions from people after after the podcast and yeah which made me invite um invite some certain people to my today's episode so with me here today i have tim ben vox who is a musician and a production designer hi guys tim ben vox is here yeah also guys i have Eligrapha here with me he's a cinematographer and a production designer hi how are you guys doing yeah and also i have doing solar here with me who is a graphic artist and a cinematographer hello how are you also guys <laughs> i brought in a lot of people today i have princess ebay here with me she's an interior designer and a production designer hey guys happy to be here with you today and lastly last but not the least <laughs> i have queen esther she's a fashion designer a peace ambassador and an art an art director hello guys good to be here so guys let's start yeah do you guys think myths are real like are they true because to me growing up now i think myths are not real they are just stories that were told to scare us as, as kids or as students in boarding schools so i need your i need you guys opinion here and so who's going to start first who's going first okay hi i'm princess do i need to introduce uh, yeah, myself yeah, yeah. Just, just see. okay i'm princess and well I wouldn't say myths are true or false. I'll stay on the fence because I've heard a lot of myths. I've heard a lot of stories from people I trust, and they shared it as their personal experiences and all that. And it was so real. It was like I was in the story and all that. So yes, but there are some others that some other people tell, and you just know that this is this is a lie. Like this didn't happen. But there are some that you can relate with. It's almost like. You can even feel the effect of the story and all that. So I wouldn't say myths are real or true or false. But I like to believe some of them are true. You like to believe yes. some of them are true. <laughs> so, so are you trying to tell me when you hear some, okay, like which of the myths have you heard that you think are true? Madam Koi Koi. <laughs> <laughs> No, everybody, if you went to a boarding school, you must know Madame Koikoi. Somehow, you must have heard of Madame Koikoi, especially a federal school. Yeah, I went to boarding school. And you didn't and hear? I, I heard of Madame Koikoi, hey, but I never experienced it. I read true. I never experienced it, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She wore a red shoe. That, that was yes. what that was that and was she misplaced one leg of the shoe or something like that and then she goes around the night is what that's the story i had though looking for her <laughs> <laughs> looking for a second shoe and so, all that. so yeah so to you princess you are sitting on the fence you don't want to believe myths are real and you also want to believe myths are real 
Yes, maybe she didn't go to all the federal schools. <laughs> maybe she didn't go to all the federal schools. Uh, okay, so um, who wants to counter princess? Like, or who, who wants to go next? Yeah, <laughs> yeah guys, I, I, I don't think there, there's meat, but I don't, I don't think um, I'm, I'm Tiben Vox. You already know I said that, but I don't think meats are true, uh, not even real. There, there are a lot of them out there, but I. Personally, I, I always wanted to experience. I hear a lot of the stories, try to believe them, but I was I would tell myself, no, you cannot believe, you cannot believe whatever. You need to experience for this to be true. And till this stage, I've grown up, I still can experience. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll like um, intentionally try to be in a space where this I would experience like maybe going staying in a dark room alone to see if our experience for me to actually believe um they are true i've not had any experience i need to experience because for for things to be true you need there, there has to be a probability even you observing from the society for you to really be convi- convinced you know that some things are true but all those secondary school stories i think they were just there to put us on check even the ones our parents told us just there to put us on check as kids <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. that's that's what i think that's and that's i'm i'm really really convinced there's nothing someone will tell me except i have to experience even to see a ghost I have to experience it. I've not seen a ghost. I have to experience it before I believe. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, Tiben. Now that is someone that has the same mindset with me. I mean, he, he has not experienced it before. He, he has never heard a bush baby cry. Never. Yeah. Those are cats. Yeah. <laughs> he said those are cats that cry at night. They are not bush babies. Cats making love. Okay, Eligraphy wants to counter. Okay, yeah, so this is Eligrapha, yeah? Okay, I've actually wow. seen a, 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 a bush baby. It's an animal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, it, it cries like a baby. <laughs> but, but, but you have the evil intention to hurt you. No, no, no. no yeah. Wow. It does, it does not <laughs> but I'm of the belief that um, some meat are actually true. Because... I'm kind of a spiritual person. So I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Mm. Most myths are spiritual. Mm. And you can't really phantom. The spiritual is different from what you see, you understand me? So some myths are, they do really happen. Mm. Ghosts feel slappy. You know, they- <laughs> 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 okay, so Ellie Graffer said some meats are real and he has seen a bush baby before yes. without sharp teeth. It does have a teeth though. They are sharp like razor. Yes. Yes. Did it look at you? You ran when you saw it. They killed it. They had big eyes, For real? Did you take pictures? I do, I do have. You don't have the pictures anymore? Wow. I think it's online. I would really love to to see this. Like, for real, he saw a bush baby and they killed killed a bush baby. I'm waiting for bush I thought bush babies are meant to take people to hell. (laughs) How come they were able to kill it? So, so does anyone want to 
Oh, is this what you guys call boost, maybe? For real. This guy is in um, Penguins of Madagascar now. He's a bush baby now. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay, so does anybody want to counter um, what Eligrapha just said? Hello guys, my name is Henry, the man who keeps it 100. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I, it's, I think it's a very interesting conversation we're all having here. I just wanted to say something. When it comes to uh, meat, uh, I think we we have to stress the fact that it's a belief, and when people feel something is a meat, it's usually from the fact that they feel that's a false thing. Like I mean, like it's not real. Now they have this belief about a particular thing, but uh, I know. I mean, from a spiritual point of view, like uh, my friend that spoken, I think he's well spoken. You don't have to disbelieve something because you've not experienced it. Mm. I mean, a lot of people have uh, their own experiences, and if they share that with you, I mean, they always it's always a first time. So be open-minded because in this world we are, a lot of things are spiritual, and mm. there are stories you hear. I mean, like you've not experienced it, but if you if you close your eyes to such fact, because probably you don't see the possibility of those happening, you're gonna learn through a lot of mistakes. Uh, because I feel that myths, myths. I mean, some myths are not just myths because there are stories, and when people tell their stories, you should not doubt them because they know what they're saying. I mean, like even if you doubt, be open, be open-minded. That see, I mean, like in this world, it's a world of possibility. Anything can happen. You understand. I've seen situations whereby somebody being shot or being mashed and they did enter. I mean, like on the normal circumstances, I mean that should you should see blood or you should. I mean the person should be gone down or something. I mean, like it doesn't happen. Now there are stories. I mean, like if somebody hear that, this is non-natural. You understand. So the spiritual exists, and for you to doubt some stories simply because it's I mean like uh, it's superstitious. Me, you're gonna learn through very hard mistakes, and I believe that we don't walk this earth alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a fact yeah. because there's a spiritual world that is very invisible, and this phys- I mean, the spiritual controls the physical. Sometimes you see people do the things they do. It's not that they want to do these things; they are being influenced. So I believe so much that I mean, some of the stories we hear. Uh, are not really mute. I, I mean, they were not told to just scare us away, but j- they, they're preparing our hearts to be open-minded that these things can happen. Mm. Yeah, so that's all I have to share. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Henry. Henry is a production designer as well. So, yeah. So, who wants to who wants to go? Yeah. Okay, so, um, Doing Sola is going. Okay, uh, hello, everybody. Yeah, my name is Doing Sola, Kayode said, and, um, as for myth, I would say that myth is a story that, um, you know, well, we, I personally cannot tell if it's true or not, but then it is usually used to drive home a, a truth or, you know, try to make something um, occur to a set of persons, especially children or or um, those who do not know, probably they didn't know something before and they wanted them to stop or not um, pass their boundary. Yeah, an example is um, talking about a local drum 
uh, I'm talking about the Batadrum now. You know, it is there's there's a story behind it that says that there is a taboo that a lady does not play Batadrum. Now, if the lady plays Batadrum, what is going to happen to that lady? Now, there is a relationship between Bata and Shongo, yeah, and Bata. Um, Shongo now uh, Sh- Bata happened to be Shongo's girlfriend yeah and at some point Shongo gave Bata something called Kusori yeah it's it's actually a ring and at some point that um, there's another drummer called Dudu Dudu now came yeah he wanted to get a drum from the Bata ensemble so in the press of Dudu getting that um, drum from Bata, so Shongo was so uh, you know for, of course obviously Shongo happened to be someone who's fierce, yeah. So he placed a curse um, on on um, because initially the drum didn't have that. There's one there's something on that face on the face of that drum called Ida. It's called latex rubber latex. So that rubber latex they usually get it from the bush. So, but then, yes, yes, it's called rubber latex. So the Yoruba is Ida. So the um, so it's only um, Bata and Shongo, those people, people from that line that can get the Ida, the latex. So whoever it is who gets the latex without or without the um, consent of those two persons, so Shongo place the cause that whoever it is that that person will be struck down by thunder and he placed that curse because of Nudun so that Nudun will be submissive to the batter and symbol forever because Nudun got the drum from batter now a, 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 a reasonable human being might not want to risk his or her life you know to now go into the bush and say well that's a myth I don't want to believe that Right, so I feel that some things are very, very, well, <laughs> are very, very true, yeah, to some extent, <laughs> to some extent, yeah, so yes, and, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> that's what I would say, <laughs> that's what I would say, yeah, alright, 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 guys, we are still on it, and my last, but not the least person for today, Queen Esther. All right, guys. So Queen Yali actually. Okay. So honestly, I don't know what to believe because I don't know is this true or is it not true? Because just like Tibet Vox, I've never experienced it. I've only heard of it because my aunt told me about the story of Miss Koi Koi. She went to she went to a secondary school, a boarding house. So she told me about the story of Miss Koi Koi. But I know that. Our elder, our elderly ones, they actually say these things to condition our minds to some certain things. Probably they want to put you in check. That's why they tell you things like that. Because I remember one they used to tell me then when I was in Ogun State, they would say, don't call snake at night. If you call snake at night, snake will appear to you and bite you. They're just trying to tell you to be careful of how you talk at night. So for me, they are necessarily not true. They're just saying it to put you in check, to put you in order. That's just it for me. So, like I said, myths are just stories no. that are told to kids. No. <laughs> so, you guys still don't agree, okay? Why all your lives are lost? Yes, sorry. Yeah. Which one? Yeah, okay. so um, this is a I Most of you people's um, cited example to myths not being true are Miss Quaker and uh, 
what have you we have so many myths in this country you don't flog a male with broom broom you don't sweep with yeah. it's true yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I've done that I've before, I'm, yeah. I, I didn't lose anything. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, I'm obviously, <laughs> obviously. I've, I've seen, I've seen someone being flogged with with a jazz, you know, it didn't work. I've seen someone again flogged with a with a jazz, he worked. <laughs> That's what we say about the, the spiritual. It's like a funny word. But yeah. I feel like spiritual is kind of different. Different from meat, actually. It is, it is. is. If you check... It's on a different level. No, no, no. If you check, meats, meats are more traditional, spiritual, than even of the physical. Why? What's so special about me? It's not spiritual. Yeah, though. You understand? So, that's why I believe, though. <laughs> yeah, Harry just gave me the definition of myths which I gave on my last episode. But then, it's a tra- traditional stories, especially one concerning the early history of, pe- of people, especially um, explaining the natural or social phenomenon and typically involving supernatural beings or events. So, I've said that in my last episode. Okay, Dwayne has something to say. Okay, so, um, yeah, just coming, coming from the um, Batasta. Story I, I, I mentioned earlier. Now, if a female plays or touches the latex, you know, without her knowing, first, nothing would happen to her. Without her knowing, nothing would happen to her. But the moment she knows, something would happen to her. So I feel myth is a function of consciousness. Yeah. So if you what, in, what you know, what you believe in. What you believe in. Now, uh, thank you very much. What that's why I said what you believe in. You begin to hallucinate once you hear things like that and you begin to put your heart in it. You begin to hallucinate. You begin to imagine. Do you understand? See, the funny thing is, do you understand the concept? Even in religion. I'm sure the first thing you have to do I love this any form of religion is believe. So are we hallucinating? Are you no, guys hallucinating no, in your religion? About what you said now that that, <laughs> so um, that's what they you said think. don't sweep something with something. It depends on where you are. If you're a place that people are gathered and you do that thing that you're not meant to do, that it may work against you. So I love this. <laughs> so uh, it's me, your ones truly, uh, Henry. I'm keeping it here 100. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so uh, about, I mean, like we said something very important. I think I touched on this, which is belief. We all believe in something. I mean, like what you believe is how it works for you. I mean, like if you don't believe something, probably you can always see that as a myth because it's forced to you. You understand? So. I mean, like saying that because you believe in something, then you start hustling, I mean, hallucinating. hallucinating or something. It's just not the right word to use mm. because I believe that. I mean, everybody believes in something. I mean, like it's your reality, your truth to fashion out your reality. I mean, like what you believe in. Even the Bible said so. I don't know if any, I mean, like we all have believe in a God, right? So I mean, if you believe in a God enough i mean that's when you still if you watch if you choose to even worship a stone yeah. you believe in a stone after some time you begin to see it manifest it's not like uh hallucin- I mean, hallucination or anything anything you believe in we are here because maybe you believe that yes this is worth doing if you don't believe it i'm not sure you'll be here but it has become a reality 
because you believe you understand mm. so you whatever you believe me like we, we all mentioned here that uh, 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 some stories were told to us by our parents then to scare us those stories are myths i mean like not every story some could be sharing their true experiences you might grow to i mean i mean like grow to see that oh actually they were saying these things to caution you or yes. to instill fear in you but still still some of those stories eh because I mean like you you'd never experience it you'll be seeing it from that perspective but they knew what they were saying then you understand but i know that some stories are i mean typically meet because of the level which uh you you have grown I mean like uh there were stories that oh if we touch a man maybe you get pregnant or something that was bad then yeah so this is typically a myth because ordinarily you know this this can happen but let me ask this question how about those people i mean like you hear stories in the bible that okay uh, uh mary got pregnant because i mean uh, to give birth That's not now a now if you if choose to believe or not i mean if you believe it's an account yeah, that yeah, yeah. It, it was accounted yeah, for yeah like it's 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 there's an account that you can go to you can actually go to if you go to israel you should have you you have accounts of it but this meets there's no history book you can find them so what i'm saying is belief now is belief yeah why am i saying this if you believe in something then it becomes a reality to you but if you don't believe in it then it's a myth okay okay guys this has been an interesting um, session with you guys so i'm going to take everyone's last last word on myths just give me your last word about myths it's real <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's all I said he does not know <laughs> honestly what you don't know doesn't kill you That's oh okay part. what you don't know doesn't kill you what is real oh man i'm going to still catch somebody <laughs> I still hope to experience. <laughs> I still hope to experience whatever to also give my own story. <laughs> okay, guys, it is an It's been an interesting time with you guys. I, I'm really glad you guys came on board. Thank you very much. All right, guys, watch out for Miss Koi Koi or any other around you. See you guys on my next episode. Stay tuned and enjoy. Hi guys, it's me again. Be able to sleep the last time you heard my voice. <laughs> Just kidding anyway. Welcome to Easy's Archive. Let's kick off today with mates again. But today's mates is on hair. By the way guys, I have someone here with me today. Yay, sweet right? But before we bring her up, let's talk about Aroma. The headless girl who braids her own hair. Hmm. According to this myth, there lived a girl named Oroma, who was undoubtedly the most beautiful girl in a certain kingdom located in present-day Nigeria. She was popular for always having the best hairstyles that happened to change on a daily basis. I mean, who makes hair every day? All the men loved Oroma 
which made all the girls envy her. Of course, she's open to envy. Once you are beautiful, they will envy you, then you make every day. <laughs> Out of curiosity, many people constantly ask Oroma where she makes her hair, her beautiful hairstyles, but she refused to answer every time they asked her. So one night, while everybody in the community were deep asleep, two inquisitive girls followed Oroma home without her knowledge to see who and how she made her hair. As they peeped through the corner of the mud house that Oroma lived, they were shocked to see a supernatural sight. <laughs> they saw a headless Oroma sitting down on the floor with her head in her hand and the hundred supernatural hands were hard at work pulling and stroking, combing and pressing Oroma's head. The two girls immediately ran and began to scream in the community. The whole community now in distress decided to hunt down Oroma. But when they got to Oroma's house, she was nowhere to be found. She had disappeared. And until this day, no one has found Roma. So guys, if you see a beautiful girl on the street rocking a head that looks supernaturally good, who knows? You may just be looking right into the eyes of Roma. <laughs> but I mean, we have people rocking beautiful hair these days. We have bone straights and the like. Are you going to call them Roma? Well, mates are just mates anyway. Alright guys, that's it. Let's get to meet the person I have here with me. <laughs> so please, can you introduce yourself? Hello everyone, my name is Victoria, but I like to be called Vicky Laposh. So, I'm a screenwriter, a model, a poet, and a natural hair consultant. I recently just launched my hair care brand Afro Aesthetics and I'm happy to be here. Vicky Laposh. Cool. <laughs> Alright guys. Victoria, I'm sure you've heard of myth. What's your take on myths? What's your what's your take? Do you think they are real or do you think myths were just told to scare people? Yeah, I don't think myths are real. I think that most times they are told to scare people or they are just some misconceptions. I don't think they are real. No, so you don't think myths are real? Cool, I like that. I like it when someone is thinking towards my direction. That's so cool. So you've, uh, you, you are you're a hair person. I mean, you deal with hair. So have you heard myths on hair? Like this one I just said. I just narrated before I called you here. Have you heard anything about it before? I've not heard about this particular myth before. Okay, this is the scary part of myth telling that is mystical, that looks like a legend. So that most times it's meant to scare people, frighten people, and people actually think that 
it did happen so, so i've not had those kind of meets before but i know that meets are widely held belief about something that is not actually true are you scared <laughs> no i'm not you're not scared i'm sure yes i, I am sure that you, I'm your, your voice is shaky you're not, you're not sure are you sure you're not scared i'm not scared some of these myths too might just be imaginations. Okay, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's someone's crazy imagination. Right now, there are people who can make their hair themselves. But the mystical part of it is the fact that she could bring her head down and do the weave or braid or whatever she's doing on it. So that's what makes it supposedly scary. But me, I'm not scared. Okay, she said me, I'm not scared. That's cool. I like that. So um you should you should have heard about certain myths that are still here would you like to share okay yeah um i would like to share some myths that it's currently ongoing about uh, natural hair so this is not scary just that this is what people so it's a pre, uh, misconception what people think or believe about um, natural hair. So first of all, what's uh, natural hair? Natural hair is a hair that hasn't been altered by chemical straighteners, including relaxers and texturizers. Pressed hairs may still be considered natural because once washed, the texture usually returns to its unaltered state. As long as no heat damage is occurred, so you can still say a hair that is pressed. Pressed hair means when you stretch your hair with a hair straightener to make it straight when you um, press hair is when you stretch your hair with a hair straightener what they call tongue yeah so it looks straight it look, someone looking at it from afar would think that it's a relaxed hair but once water touches it once you wash it it goes back to its natural state the afro textured state so i was just trying to tell us what natural hair is so um some of the myths about natural hair is that natural hair is hard to manage and it's unruly we also have myths saying that it's not possible to have long natural hair which is not true that's why i'm saying that these things are misconceptions people but, just but wait, do you think people can like i feel we are different we are people are different so some people naturally have short hair and their hair never goes like never goes beyond that point no matter okay what do you talk what do you say about people with bad hair bowed hair do you think their hair can go even people with bowed hair they they once had hair before it turned bowed so baldness can come as a result of a genetic um trend so it might be in the family and then when you know they actually get to a certain age before their hair becomes bowed and, and it's at a particular spot it's not like the whole hair just get missing so it can also be um medical conditions hormonal imbalance stress and all of that so for ladies that have bowed spots what they call alopecia when you don't have um, edges front hair so it that is caused by placing too much tension on your the edges of your hair the kind of hairstyles that you do so it can make your hair and if you like placing generally placing tension on your hair maybe you're brushing too much or you're making some very tiny hairstyles and using some kind of things on your hair so it chops off the front of your hair 
So it doesn't mean that natural hair does not grow or it cannot grow to a certain length. So that's why I say it's a myth because um, right now this natural hair thingy it looks like it is a trend but it's more than a trend so it's a kind of reawakening so we are going back to our roots so where's our roots <laughs> our roots as africans so your hair is kind of like your identity it shows where you're from it's so each strands of your hair um typifies like the african roots the african soil our struggles our story our culture and all that we stand for what is my hair telling you right now <laughs> uh, it's telling me that you are a strong man <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's, there's a lot of story about the hair so it's an identity thing so we're trying to debunk the um, western or european beauty standards of what is mainstream so they always think that straight hair is mainstream so we don't always have to conform to what they want we have our own life so people now everyone is trying to go back natural and now look for ways to take care of the hair it's because we didn't really know how to take care of the hair and then we also felt it's this um, racist thing too so superiority thing we feel superiority yeah, complex. complex so we feel that we now the inferior we feel that our hair type is inferior we have to use relaxers to make it look like the white people's hair because their hair is always straight so that's that's all of these things that we are not trying to debunk that okay so um, there are other myths like saying that like the one I said natural hair cannot grow so now um, this trend started with black Americans so they discovered natural ways that they can take care of this hair that you can make you grow so if you go online if you go on YouTube you see a lot of people that have very long kinky hair so before we used to think that okay so a lot of research has been made and now we know how we can take care of uh, kinky African hair so the hair now we can we can make it grow as long as we want you see before you, you hardly see you barely see someone an african that their hair is more than their shoulder but now you, you, there are people who have long hairs that get up to their waist and beyond so like <laughs> yeah maybe so yeah what this hair needs is tlc tender love and care care. yeah and then everything natural just the way you you use um plants live on water so this head needs water this head needs um, natural things it doesn't need chemicals so if you if you use the right products and you do the right regimen so someone was even telling me the other day that he sees his sister using eggs fresh egg on her hair banana and all of that yes this hair needs natural things it's called natural hair and it uses natural things to grow so now that we know all of this we we, we are taking pride in our hair to flaunt our hair because there's also another myth that natural hair that natural hair is unprofessional so there are some workspaces there are some offices 
some in, in the corporate world that don't let people come with their natural hair but we are breaking the bias this hair yeah, is our god <laughs> yeah it's our god we're giving breaking hair breaking the bias so, to my podcast yeah we are breaking the bias yes yeah, so, so even the um the motto for my brand is throw with pride mm. like carry your afro with pride so you don't need to feel like your hair is not professional because someone somewhere said that this is not professional who, who gives who's in charge of saying what the beauty standards are you define beauty by your own culture your society your experiences and who you are so some we don't need someone else to tell us what mainstream uh, what uh, professional hair should be so there are also some myths that natural hair doesn't need to be washed uh, as often and that's not true just the way you bathe every day. I'm not saying that you should wash your hair every day, but it should be washed often because uh, there are lots. Um, your hair can have a product build up, so you apply cream, you apply a lot of things to your hair, and you don't wash it. So it will clog your pores because hair grows from the scalp. So by the time your scalp is dirty, your um, hair particles are sealed up. How will the hair come out? So all those things are just not to I don't know, maybe they just want us to look like animals and carry off the head. <laughs> you should wash your hair at least every two weeks. So the hair is meant to be washed often. So all these misconceptions they're not true. And then how would your hair grow if you're not washing it? First of all, your pore, your pores are clogged. And then second of all, this water helps the hair to flourish. So that's a, a wrong myth. So we hear things like uh, natural hair is hard to maintain, to manage, it's strong. It's not true. If you take care of your hair, if you treat your hair well, you see how it blossoms and flourishes. So um, like I mentioned that uh, natural hair likes water. So some people, they just carry their hair or maybe they're just losing hair and then they just want to dip a comb into it. It will be tough. So you need to, like that's, I don't know if you've heard naturalists say, um, they have spray bottles, so they have spray bottles where they spray water on the hair before they comb it. We also have what um, we call finger detangling, so using your hand to untangle the knots and separate it. Yeah, before you actually put like the I'm comb. Doing right now. <laughs> yeah, before you actually put the comb. And then if you have um, good products like leave-in conditioner, detangling spray, those things help to soften the hair. And it's not actually every um, natural hair or every kinky hair that is that thick so that's why we have different types of hair we have like the 4c hair type is the one that is really kinky coily like it's the twists are untwined together so it has like a zigzag pattern yeah so we have people who have 4b hair their hair is not as thick we have a 3a and all of that yes it's 4c the gengen of the gengens <laughs> but it's not something to be scared of it's something that you can manage and you can grow it as long as you want it to be people also say oh there's this misconception that natural hair isn't versatile that's not true some people think that it's just afro hair that you can carry like wearing your fro yeah but you can style it in a whole lot of ways you can do bouncing out you can do cornrows there's so many things that you can do bones high puff like bones hair bones like you pack your hair like this is what they call puff puff <laughs> like very big one and it's so fine you know this hair uh, they like to 
prefer to eat as your crown because the way it just like it's everywhere and naturalists that's not the kind of compliment they get when they go out with their hair on fruit like everybody's like is this your hair it's so nice and the people want to talk okay so in general i'll say that i i like to think that i'm an advocate for natural hair mm. so first of all because of the health benefits of going natural because relaxers are actually not good for the hair it's damaging to the hair because of the harsh chemicals used in producing it so there's a lot of harm that relaxers can do to your hair so it even makes your hair weak and brittle and it makes it prone to breakage and sometimes your hair can burn your scalp can burn and that can cause permanent damage to your hair so there are also some research that have shown that uh, relaxers can lead to cancer or they are cancerous oh, for real. yeah so there's been that debate and i don't know how viable it is but i've looked it up and i've heard some hair experts say that there are things contained in the relaxer that triggers cancer and it's predominant in black women especially people in in africa so the rise of cancer that was traced to a particular ingredient that is found in relaxers. So I would encourage everyone to go natural if you can. And most of the people that think that natural is difficult, most times to their transitioning, because transitioning is when you want to change your hair from relaxed hair to natural hair without having to cut it. Like they, they call it big chop if you're cutting your hair and then you want to start afresh, natural, without putting relax. So, but some people want to transition, so because they like they don't they don't want to go through the process of having short hair, so they just want to swap. And so, what you do is for a long period of time, you know, adding relaxer to your hair. So when the new hair starts coming from down, what they call undergrowth, so it's coming. So your hair now has two textures the top of your hair has a different texture and the down because normally what people do is when the undergrowths come they go and relax when it comes because your hair keeps growing so new hairs come from down and they relax so most times when your hair have two textures like that some people can't manage it and they be like ah this natural hair thing is difficult because the top of your hair looks as if it's kind of soft and the down so it's just contradicting each other but generally natural hair is supposed to be embraced and i just think that everyone should look for good products that they can use and it can also patronize us <laughs> look for Are good you selling yourself? <laughs> maybe yes yeah because yeah my products are made with ayurvedic herbs and spices and butter so they are all natural and healthy products the, the ingredients that is used in making the hair product actually things that you can eat so yeah so natural hair in essence i just want to say that natural hair is not a difficult hair it's nice it's beautiful it's lovely it's you embracing your nature your culture and everything that you stand for so don't let anyone make you feel that it's bad or it's unprofessional so 
people with natural hair should learn to stand up for themselves if you don't feel like wearing a wig don't wear a wig break just yeah break the bias. just keep your hair neat and neatly packed neatly arranged that's it all right guys you've heard wash your hair pull water don't let people tell you you can't wash your hair with water and you don't have to wash your hair your hair is not going to fade you've heard that yeah so this is one of the myths where you don't have to get scared <laughs> this is not one of the scary myths all right guys so victoria you skip a script writer yeah so this myth do you think do you think is something you will be interested in writing and let me say making into a film yeah i think yeah because we use um movies for, to to teach to make to, to pass a message across so definitely it's something that i would love to make into a film i had one idea about um, a, a story for natural and it came to me as an, an animation but i would like to do it in different ways now, now that i have all the knowledge so yes we should make stories and one more thing i would like to add to is that we need to just move away from the stereotypes so the kind of movies that we make here are just same or same or it's the same storyline told in different ways using different actors and different producers but it's just the same thing so it will be a fresh uh, a breath of fresh air to tell stories that are unconventional like a movie that you're talking about hair natural hair so People should also be able to learn from the movie, know that, okay, this is what I can do to grow my hair, this is how I can maintain my hair and all of that. Yes, I would love to script a movie like that. And uh, as a writer, I've been championing the cause of projecting natural hair in my writings, especially because I'm a poet and also a model. So sometimes I like to take pictures then with my fro or anything, and then I write a piece about it. So just to ginger people and all of that all right all right all right guys that's it on easy's archive see you on my next episode bye